I want to be your real estate resource. Welcome to Your Real Estate Resource, a show dedicated entirely to the subject of real estate. I'm your host, Steve Ravithis with Ravithis Realty. And today we have with us Ian Ricci uh, with Solbed Inc. Uh, Ian is a co-founder and CTO. Uh, Ian is a Springfield native, a serial entrepreneur, 20 years of software engineering and business management experience. He's a graduate of UMass Amherst School of Computer Science. He has worked with various internet technology companies and startups with, uh, within the Northeast and middle, Mid-Atlantic regions. First and foremost, an artist, loves to draw and paint, but also likes to build companies and solve problems. Nice little resume, man. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, tell us a little bit uh, about the history of your company. So Solbid, we, uh, we put that together back in 2014 uh, with my partner, Nate Raymond. And basically, we saw an opportunity in the market, and we have uh, a unique set of experiences, me primarily coming with this from the software development background and my business partner from the corporate consulting background, and we thought we could address the market in a unique way, and that's how we came up with Solbid. So Solbid was originally devised to um, primarily deal with commercial solar projects, more of a direct sales approach. But um, fast forward a couple years later after that moment, we decided to pivot slightly and give that same empowerment for building solar projects to our partners, our sales partners. And then we do that by our proprietary software platform that we constructed. So you say uh, primarily commercial, can it be used for residential at all? Um, there are some use cases where we have used the software for residential, but we, we just stray away from that. Okay. Usually it's, um, if we've done a, a, a business owner's uh, commercial property and they wanna have it done for their house, we'll end up doing the residential as well. As well, okay. So if the platform is free, what's in it for you guys? So basically, we make our money off of the engineering d design services as well as the procurement end, so off, off of the retail sale of the project. And uh, we basically um, you know, do the engineering procurement, and then we focus on the construction aspect with our partners, our installation partners. We drop ship everything, mobilize it, and get it ready for the actual job. Okay. So you run the software on a, on a commercial building. Okay. Is it going to just spit out one, hey, this is the way you should go? Or is it going to give you a couple of different options? Well, let me let me kind of talk about the software a little bit. Okay. So with the software, when we originally constructed the software, think of an aerial perspective of like Google Maps when yeah. you're looking at a map. Now, what you would do if you were a partner is you would log in and you would draw around. Well, first of all, you would take some information off your utility bill and enter that in the system. Then you would move on to the design phase where you're actually drawing around the rooftop of the building. Once you do that, you hit a button and it automatically populates the rooftop with the solar panels and the array that's best suited for that design. And then you move on to the second phase of the operation and that spits out a 25-year economic analysis and complete components breakdown, showing you the payback, the IRR, anything that you would need to basically see what the bottom line is for a solar project. And it does this within a matter of minutes. Now saying that, over the years, we've also constructed something a little bit interesting. We've noticed that with some of our partners, drawing on the rooftop can be kind of problematic. They might not know the, the correct location on the roof where to start the design. So we've tried to remove that from the equation. And what we've done is we built out what's called a convolutional neural network or a neural network where we basically train the computer system to figure out this is a rooftop, here are the obstructions, and with enough information, it's able to do it automatically without any human interaction. And that's where we currently are now. And uh, being used all across the country, is it a regional thing? Or? So we have, I mean, we're primarily focused in the New England and Mid-Atlantic region, but we just established some partners and relationships out in California. 
in Colorado. But our, our goal is to grow nationwide, and uh, I think we're going to be in 18 states coming next year. Very cool. Is there anything different about the roofs that you're seeing out in California than, than the New England roof, or it's you know causing any kind of a hiccup with the software? Or? Um, no, I mean, it's pretty much the same across the board. We're, we're using historical information from the various sources to figure out like overall exposure, and that's built into the calculations that we do. So it, depending on where you are in the United States, it can play into the overall production value for the proposal, but we were able to see that and forecast it. Yeah. So you're talking about like how much sun exposure and how the strength of that sun exposure, et cetera. Exactly. And, and also the rate information for a given area, electric rates okay. that plays into the calculation as well. Gotcha. Uh, how about the biggest misconception that you come across with uh, either your industry, the software in general, maybe an answer for both. So th there's a couple things that might come up. So maintenance being one of them. So a lot of times people will say, Hey, well, you know, what's the maintenance like on that? But if you look at a lot of these solar farms that have gone up, you think somebody's out there all the time fixing or cleaning those panels. It's not the case. Um, nothing really moves unless you have one of those solar tracker installations that follows the sun. Yep. But um, in, in, in cases in New England, you might get some snowfall during a nor'eastern and you might have an O&M plan where somebody goes out and, and shovels or removes the snow. But usually it's on an angle where it just tilts off and it, it cleans itself. Um, if you're in a dry, arid area in the country where there's a lot of sand, um, you might run into some situations there where you might want to use a hydrophobic material, kind of like a Rain-X, where the sand will kind of just blow right off. Okay. But usually they clean themselves. All right, so maintenance is a big misconception. That's about the product. Yeah, so with maintenance, again, one of the points of failure could be the inverter. That's usually the one doing a lot of the work. Um, and, and in that case, we have warranties built in. Um, 20 to 25 year warranties. So if there is an issue, because we are monitoring the system, we will dispatch an RMA and have that system replaced right off the bat. Um, any misconceptions about the software? The software? No, nope. uh, the software is pretty intuitive, straightforward. Um, we, we've taken a lot of feedback from our partners and have kind of like rolled that back into every iteration of the product that we put up forward. Um, but there's usually not a lot of questions with the software. And that's the, we, the, the approach that we wanted to take with it is like when you go to an ATM, do you read a manual when you go to the ATM? You just automatically know how to use it. And if you don't, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty easy to figure out on the fly. And that's the approach that we took with this process. Uh, what's been the biggest, most recent advancement with the software? So that would be the, the machine learning and computer vision aspect of figuring out, looking at the aerial imagery and LIDAR data and to figure out you know, how tall a structure is, where's the structure, are there any uh, obstacles in the way, and then drawing the panels and according. Um, any issues with, with wind? You know, these are big sheets of metal. Yep. So with wind, um, that, yeah, that's a misconception. Will my panels blow off the roof? Yeah, yeah. So a lot, think of it this way. A, a lot of the rooftop installations that we do are ballast mounted. So when they're ballast mounted, they're all interconnected. So it's like a giant web. And for, for all the panels to get blown off the rooftop, it's going to be very, um, very, very odd situation. You yeah. probably have to replace the building at that point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, think of it this way. If you were to basically pick up one of the panels in the middle of the web, they would all in be interconnected and they wouldn't be going anywhere. So what about age of roof? And, uh, you know, let's say I'm, I'm, I don't know, 75% of the way through the age of my roof. Um, are you going to 
make a client replace that roof prior to putting them on? Are we just going to put them on and then we're going to say, hey, we know in 10 years we're going to have to do a remove and reset? A lot of the commercial projects that we deal with, they're, uh, when they're in that situation with the rooftop, they're already looking to replace the roof, so they usually get it done at the same time. Okay. And sometimes they have that bundled into the financing options that we offer. Um, but um, saying that, let's say they're at 75% of their life, the the ballast-mounted installations that we do are modular. So let's say you need to replace a section of the roof decking. You can actually remove those components and move them off to the side when you replace those uh, sections and then put the panels back on. Okay. You'd have an electrician do that. All right. Start to finish on one of these projects from the time I say, hey, Ian, I want you to take a look at this project. If everything goes smooth, how long before the panels are on my roof? So that varies. That, that varies based on a number of factors. The size and scope of the project is number one. Um, the installation partner that we provide is another. Some are faster than others. Some are a union shop. Some are non-union. There's a lot of variables at play. Um, but what happens is it could take anywhere, depending on the size of the project, from two months to six months, and that's inclusive of permitting, getting everything together. Um, dealing with the utility is the biggest bottleneck, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it can take a minimum 45 days. So. Um, any project too small or too, a project too big for what you guys can handle? Uh, the smallest that we've done is a 14KW. That's a, that's a pretty small system. Okay. And it, we, we usually try to do the multi-kilowatt or, or megawatt systems. But, uh, yeah, it's 14KW, I'd say, is the smallest. About as small as you're going to get. Yeah. You, have you guys ever looked at a roof and go, you know what, man? Like, nice flat roof, but the solar just doesn't make sense for this roof? Or uh, Sometimes that can be an issue. Um, usually it has to do with the structural like we'll do a structural engineering analysis and we'll come back saying that the building needs to be retrofitted or there's some issues with it um, or there's poor sun exposure based on a tree belt that's in the way and you might have to take down the whole tree belt and we don't really encourage people taking down trees to put solar panels in place sure sure um, so you have a structural engineer involved that's yes. going to figure out whether the, the what the weight of the panels can be supported by the current roof system? They'll calculate dead load. They'll deal with the wind issue that you mentioned, and, and they'll figure out, say, okay, you're going to put this load on the rooftop. Can my roof, given the age and the spacing of the trusses involved, handle the, the load? And then they'll also factor in snow as well. So they'll come back with an analysis or a yay and nay. Okay. So. Um, when, you're, when you're looking at these different types of roofs, is there any – you know, I don't know the, all the different types of commercial roofing out there, but there are some that you just, hey, we can't install on this type of a roof. Even if the sun exposure is great and it's physically could take it, we just can't install on this type of a roof. Yeah, so there's some interesting uh, cases where you see the like the big rocks that are on the rooftop. Usually those are um, from a, a certain time period and uh, we'll encourage the owner if they want to move forward on a project to replace that rooftop with, you know, a, a, you know more common roof membrane. Yep. So... That, that would be the only scenario where... Yeah, I would think that would be the only scenario. Yeah. Anything else that would prevent somebody from putting, you know, let's say the roof is fine um, and there's no issues with sun exposure. Anything else that, ah, geez, we, you know, these scenarios don't really work out great for, for solar? Um, well, let's say their electric rate is pretty low. Okay. They might not need to go solar. Um, okay. So that would be one, one issue. Oh, but over here, not so much. Um so maybe that's some of the uh, municipal uh, situations. Yeah, right? or um, sometimes they might not be able to take advantage of some of the incentive programs given the utility that they're in, like if it's in a municipal utility. Okay. Um, so we, we encourage people to um, act fast, especially with the ITC, the federal tax incentive, 
Um, it's at 30% this year, but going on next year, it's going to be down a bit and so on and so forth. So that's that plays a huge uh, factor into actually going forward with solar because you can save so much money. And sometimes with the subsidy and the local incentives and the accelerated makers, you can actually have the system you know paid for right off the bat. Okay. Yeah. Um, or we're seeing paybacks at like four or five years with some of these bigger projects. Very cool. Well, listen, we're coming up against the first break here. A ton of great information. If people have additional questions, they want to test out your software, what's the best way for them to get in touch with you? You can go to solbid.com and basically sign up on our uh, partner link. Uh, there's a big yellow button, and that will take you to the registration process and get you on the platform. So that's S-O-L-B-I-D.com? Correct. Awesome. Hey, guys, if you have any other real estate-related questions, uh, we'd love to hear from you, whether you're looking to buy, sell, invest. Uh, feel free to reach out to me or my team. You can do that at 413-998-7466. Again, that's 413 413- 998-7466. And we'll be right back with Ian Ricci with Solbit. Hi from North Point Mortgage, your local mortgage lender. We cater to first-time home buyers offering a full range of loan programs, including USDA, VA, FHA, and mass housing. With state-of-the-art technology, we streamline the mortgage process for you. North Point has offices throughout New England, including West Springfield, Rocky Hill, and Sturbridge. Please contact Melissa Ostrander at 413-977-8155 or at mortgageswithmelissa.com. I look forward to hearing from you. Melissa Ostrander, MLS number 1396546, North Point, MLS 1515. Are you thinking about selling a piece of real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we would love to talk to you about how we can position your property to get top dollar. Our team of experts can help you make the appropriate repairs, stage the property, and make the property stand out online with professional photography and videography. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466, and talk to one of our listing specialists. Attention Massachusetts and Connecticut homeowners, 2019 is shaping up to be a fantastic real estate market. I'm Steve Ravithis, I run Ravithis Realty, and we focus on Western Massachusetts and Northern Connecticut. Let us help you sell and get top dollar while the market's still hot. Call us at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466. Who you choose to work with matters, and we want to be your real estate resource. Are you thinking about purchasing real estate in the next three to six months, but aren't sure where to get started? I'm Steve Ravithis. I run Ravithis Realty, and we love educating people about the home buying process. We want to be your real estate resource, from helping you find the properties to aligning you with the best local lenders, inspectors, and attorneys to facilitate your transaction. Please give us a call at 413-998-7466. That's 413-998-7466, and talk to one of our buyer specialists. Welcome back to Your Real Estate Resource. I'm your host, Steve Ravithis, and uh, today we've got Ian Ricci from Solbid Inc. Welcome back, man. Thanks. Let's give the listeners kind of an overview of the services that you guys offer sure. and what they might be looking at for the costs associated with those services. So uh, the costs can vary a lot. Um, we have two different types of services that we mainly offer. One is the actual direct procurement engineering side and, and then partnering with the installer to actually do the installation for our end customer. The other aspect of our services are uh, access to our platform. So if you're a, um, a roofer, a contractor, a realtor, or, or anybody that's interested in adding solar options to their business model and offering, making that an offering, we provide that 
free of charge. They have access to our software suite. They can design proposals. They can design solar systems. And they get the full economic analysis that they can bring to their customer. And if they need help um, selling the project or, or, or talking the lingo with the, the, their customer, we can step in and help them out. Um, what's in it to them is there's a base commission that's set. Um, they get a, a piece of the overall size of the system. And then also they have the ability to add in their own additional commissioning at the same time. Okay. How long, you know, let's say for an agent that might be listening or a roofer, right, to go in, enter a, a, an address and have a proposal spit out? Two minutes. Okay. It's that fast. It's that fast. Very cool. Very cool. Um, how about battery systems? You know, batteries are becoming a big thing with solar and storage. And w where are you guys at with that? So batteries, they're an interesting beast. So basically, they can kill the whole economics of a project because the way that we do things is we bake in a 20, 25-year warranty for our components. You add a battery into the mix, you're talking 10-year warranty. Then you have to swap them out you know, three times within a cycle. Okay. And they can actually kill the economics of a project. That being said, for commercial projects, you're dealing with much bigger battery technology. And um, that becomes a challenge because what you need to obtain at that point is interval data. And interval data... Historically, you get from the utility, and sometimes the utility, depending on where you are, can take a long time to get back to you for that three-month or 12-month cycle of interval data, and you use that interval data to size out a, a battery bank, and that's crucial to sizing out a battery bank. Um, so we're in the process of exploring some new battery options because there's new battery technology that's coming out. It's still the standard, standard battery, you know, lithium-ion technology, but um, there's some new... Um, demand response logic and, and some new computer logic that's built in to doing like predictive analytics to figuring out when things need to take place and so forth. Cool. Let's, uh, you know, talking batteries, let's look into the future a little bit. Where do you see this solar technology going? So where I see solar technology going is I see a lot more uh, generation happening on site. So your businesses, your your residential locations that have have their own like mini power plants, they're generating power, and the utility. I see them evolving into more of a, a storage partner where they're taking all that excess generation and, and and storing it at the utility, and then you're you're able to pull from it when need be, um, versus what the utility is currently doing. So that I think that given a, a few years and where technology is going, I think that's where it's going to go. Wow. A few years. Well, I, 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 there could be some breakthrough. Um, there could be some change, and it could accelerate it or decelerate it. It's really hard to say. Um, you seeing any government step in, making any kind of mandates on any of this stuff? So uh, states like California put forward mandates on all new residential construction projects to have solar. And I'm sure uh, commercial projects will follow suit. Um, there have been uh, some towns in Massachusetts that have taken that initiative and have rolled out with mandates. So usually things start out in uh, either Massachusetts and um, California and kind of trickle trickle from there. So I, I would expect to see it in more states moving forward because it just makes sense. Right. Um, how about advancements in the software? You know, uh, what are you guys working on uh, for next iterations? So our, our software, we're, continually, we're continuously improving on our machine learning and computer vision technology. So the more training information we have, the, the, more, the more data we have, the better the system is at drawing and gauging where solar should go on a given project. And it just becomes faster and, more, and easier to use. Cool. 
about um, talk to us a little bit about the customer support because it's a little quirky here where there's you, there's your installation partners. So after I got my system, who am I calling if I got a problem? So usually we're we're the first point of contact, but um, there is a dual role here, one with the installation partner, and usually they have a workmanship guarantee or warranty in place where they act as a support liaison to deal with the project. But we're monitoring the system. So sometimes the customer won't even see the problem and we'll see it first. And then we'll contact the customer and say, hey, uh, we need to send out an RMA for this inverter because it's down. And then we'll coordinate with the installer that did the job and, and set that up. So have you expand a little bit on the monitoring and the analytics behind these systems. What do you guys sure. do? How do I, you know, as the consumer, uh, what do I see, et cetera? So it's actually pretty cool. And what we've been doing is uh, with all of our new projects, we, we have a, a, a big panel monitor or a TV that we put in the location with our monitoring uh, technology. And you're able to see real-time production. Uh, and then those numbers get fed in uh, in real-time from, from the solar array. And you can see the production during the day. So if a cloud goes over, you might see a little dip. Um, but uh, if, if something happens, you know, there's a snowstorm or it's a really bright day, you'll, you'll, you'll actually see that in real time. And it's, it's pretty cool. Very neat. And a lot of customers like seeing that and having it in their lobby to let their customers see it. So there's a lot of uh, buzz out there with all the different smart technology. There's a lot of smart stuff that you can put into your home, whether it be light bulbs or thermostats or um, things of that nature. Anything smart? You know, I know you talked about the, the panels that kind of track the sun. Anything else coming along uh, with regards to solar? In terms of smart solar panels, I mean, they're pretty much they're, they're pretty much fixed and they're they're not really super smart but the 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 technology that would make them smart are the better uh inverters the inverters might have their own software suite in place that um is more it, it, that ends up being smarter um and then with our monitoring tools um but in terms of what capabilities a smart array would have um I think it would pretty much lie within the inverters and monitoring suite and that and that software being advanced moving forward. With all these different advancements coming, I gotta believe one of the things that you're getting asked a lot is, you know, should I wait? You know, when is the best time to do this? And there's so many advancements with the panels, the inverters, the tech in general. Yep. So how do you answer those types of questions? Is there any big breakthrough or it's just like, hey, you're losing money every month, you might as well just start now and so there's a couple things to think about. Okay. So people tend to try to wait for the newest technology. And if you keep waiting for the newest technology, you'll be waiting forever. It goes like that with the, the cell phone. Um, with solar, we're about 20% 20, 20 efficiency with the module. And there's a theoretical limit. So the theoretical limit's about 29%. So it's, a mar it's marginally different. Um, and if you wait, you're not going to be able to take advantage of the tax incentives, the incentives that are uh, currently going on because that actually drives down the cost quite a bit for for procuring and building out the project um, so right now it's at 30 percent for the itc and it's going down next year so that's that's a big that's a big thing to think about so when you you said efficiency and you said 20 percent is where we're at and 29 percent is the best we that's can the do. theoretical limit that's okay. like in a lab you know hey on a good day if everything were to go well i i could see the maximum ceiling value being 29 percent um, not to say that they have panels going at 29% yet, but who knows where that is? Who knows if that number is correct? Okay. 
Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, how about security issues, whether, you know, with all the technology and, and the, the people have access to the actual inverter and, and security just in general with the panels? Could somebody steal these things? So talk about the tech side uh, of the security and then the physical security on these things. Yeah, so can, can somebody steal the panels? Um, yes, somebody could steal the panels. But is it going to do anything for them? Who knows? Uh, with the inverters, they have a serial number. And if they try to re-register that serial number, which I find it hard to believe, um, it would be flagged. I'm, I'm assuming it would be flagged. But usually it's on a rooftop. It's locked in place. Uh, you would have to shut down the power to access these components. If not, you would have a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, in terms of network security, that can be an issue if the network at the location isn't properly configured. But that's that's like how it is for any company. Sure. Um, we we suggest and we actually configure that any of the default passwords that come with the devices they'd be changed. Um, you don't want to have an admin admin or blank password in place. Sure. Um, which you know we make sure that doesn't happen. Um, we talked about some of the things that could affect them, inclement weather, you know, is there any, you know, we talked in, in the break about roof leaks, just, just talk about those different things that could, could affect this. Yeah. So for inclement weather, you, you got to factor the overall production, um, is forecasted in the initial proposal. So we're taking that, those historic numbers and, and extrapolating from there so that, um, you're not necessarily not generating power during like a cloud coming over. There's still photons coming through. Um, but your production levels would be lower. So given that, there are some days where your production levels are higher than originally estimated. So it actually balances out at the end of the year. So your, your high production months are during the summer, and your low production months are during the winter, and, and you, you build out a credit. Gotcha. So it ends up working out. In terms of the leaks, so um, we all of our rooftop installations have historically been ballast-mounted rooftop, and those are non-penetrating ballast trays that live on top of the roof. Um, if you were to do an, a, a mechanically adhered install, and usually you do that for, let's say the structural came back saying, hey, there's too much weight on the roof. Sure. You would do it that, that way. And we would work directly with the roofing manufacturer to make sure that we're in scope and in line with the warranty and that we match the materials accordingly. How about we got a little bit of time left here before the end of the show. Coolest project that you've done or something that you're working on now? So I think one of the coolest projects we've done is, uh, you know, Marshmallow Fluff? Yes. We've done their factory. Oh. So your, your fluff and udders are powered by the sun. Oh, very cool. So very cool. Uh, that, that's, that was a real uh, nice one for us. We're also doing a uh, – we did a indoor amusement park in South Windsor. Uh, they have a bunch of arcade games, kind of like a Dave and Buster's. Yeah. Uh, we've done a, a bowling alley right next door, and we're in the process of doing a giant tobacco field. Very so cool. those are some neat projects. Quickly financing. Can we financing? Get, we yep. do up to one hundred percent financing. We have partners at various banks, Key Bank being one of them, um, and we have we'll, we'll make it happen. We have uh, various financing options in place. Ian, your wealth of knowledge on the on the uh, commercial solar projects here. Thank you so so much. If people have additional questions, want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do it? Go to soulbid.com. Soulbid.com. That easy. Thanks. Awesome. Yep. Thank you, uh, guys. As always, uh, if you have any real estate related questions. Uh, you're looking to buy real estate, sell real estate, invest, maybe even get your real estate license. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, the best way to reach out to our team would be 413 998 7466. 413 
998-998-7466. If you have any ideas for future shows, you have any questions that you'd like to see us answer, uh, we'd absolutely love to hear from you. So as always, I'm Steve Ravithis, and I want to be your real estate resource.